You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Elisa. I know it's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you were... I missed you too, but I was on vacation floating on the ocean and celebrating you your were... birthday. Well, that I did here. We didn't leave this. This was one cruise we did not do until after we after my birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah, struggle was real. It all, it all blended together for me. Sorry, you know <laughs> the the struggle was real. Yeah, I bet. Lay, laying on the beach, feeling the sun, putting and on the pounds, recuperating it, from the vacation. I'm still tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still tired. So much food. Do your, do your clothes fit? <laughs> they actually do. Really? I was surprised. No, I don't get on the scale. No, in no, no, general. No. I Why would you torture yourself? I certainly did not get on the scale again. I'm sure I put on weight, but I don't feel like. Normally, when I leave, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm putting on weight. All that key I lime pie. Weight. I only had it once. Oh, but at least you had it, so that's good. I had it once, and then of course there was one night of the chocolate cake and the last night Mississippi mud pie. Oh my god, it's so good, so good. <laughs> I hope people got a snack before they pressed play. <laughs> well, that's why you go on cruise. You go on eat. I mean, you just eat. You have to eat every meal like it's your last. But I did a pretty good job of not gorging myself, mm -hmm. which is what I normally do. This time I had a little bit of restraint. You know, two appetizers, one entree, one dessert. It's That's like new. you're getting older and wiser or something. Yeah, something I, like I, I wanted to leave the table after dinner full but not disgusting. Mm -hmm. Where some people left the table full and disgusting. Like the one guy we went with, he had enough food for three people. And he texted me Sunday morning and said, I gained 10 pounds. And I just wanted to say, really? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> we watched you eat. <laughs> what was your first clue? Yeah. we. I mean, he didn't look like, like physically you couldn't go. Yeah, I see that you look a little bit heavier. But the way he was eating, he's like, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> so he's back to salads for lunch. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because we were eating dinner Sunday night. We came home late Saturday night. Sunday night, I just said to my husband, I'm tired. I'm still just like really tired. We'll just get some Chinese for dinner. And then that way I can have the leftovers Monday night because he works late on Monday night. And we had some wonton soup and we took a few bites of our food. And I said, my God, we're full. Mm -hmm. This is like very uncruise like behavior. But I honestly believe and I will say it till the day I die. You it's the sea air. There is something oh. about that sea air that mm -hmm. just makes you pack the food away that you normally would not do. This is do just my, it increase, my increases your appetite. Maybe it wasn't that I was hungry. It wasn't that I got down to the dining room table and said, Oh, I'm starving. Bring it on. You just eat. I mean, they have these really good cheesy rolls. You know, everybody devours two or maybe three of those. Maybe it makes everything taste better. Like when you put salt and on we just, food. there's no way I would ever be able to eat like that at home. Huh. I just can't. You know, so for example, I wonder why two, the cruises have developed that much of a food plan. Like, yeah, that, but that's how it was. People demanded it, and they've said, "We're just you didn't feed us enough, and we're still hungry." Or is it just yeah. like an American gluttony? Thing? Yeah, we all had two appetizers. You know, mine was shrimp cocktail and Caesar salad, or a regular garden salad, or there was some sort of like shrimp potato salad dish one night. My husband would have pumpkin soup or. Or um, Okay, I'm going to go get some chips. I'll be right back. <laughs> French onion soup, and he had a cheese plate and a salad. Yeah, um, 
the other two women that we cruise with, they love escargot. So they had escargot every night. There was one night of crab cakes, which I don't like crab cakes. Yeah, but they love it. And it's the only time they eat them is on the cruise. So they ate that. And then the entrees would be um, prime rib or lobster tail. Mm. We had southern fried chicken. One night I had a, a pork chop like a with, was with a spicy sauce on it with some rice and vegetables. I mean, you know, are all kinds of beef. Me- meals are they after a theme or is it just that's no. what's on the menu? That's what they're serving. No, there's themes as far as there was two nights of formal nights. So you put on your tuxedo mm. if you have it or your you know your fancy clothes. One night was seventies night, so pe- so mm. people people who knew and had had like the 70s curly hair wigs and they had, you know they wore some of the clothes one night was uh caribbean night and my husband has those caribbean shirts he wore that and then there were two nights it was like eh come as yar mm-hmm. so that was just you know regular clothes how many days was it it was six nights it goes by the nights we oh, left sunday nights. right before dinner like so around 4 4 30 and then we got back Saturday morning. That's a good chunk. Yeah, it was six nights. Normally we do seven, I, but I found we've done four, five, six, seven, and eight night cruises. Mm-hmm. And I find for me, and everybody's going to have their own um, opinion, for me, six is the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. I think with six nights, you want to get off the ship wanting more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the time so you get to the eighth, to by the time you get to the eighth night, I'm thinking, okay, this is getting old. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, the food is good. I like that I'm not homesick. cleaning. I like that. Well, it's not that I'm homesick as much as I like that, you know, someone else is cleaning the bathroom and putting in fresh towels and making the bed and cooking my food and doing the dishes. That's great. Okay, but where after do I sign a while, up? It's like, <laughs> it's like, all right, so how much more am I going to eat? <laughs> you know, how much more money do I have for going to a beach and excursions and mm. going to the there's casino, limit. which yeah, I, which is never a positive experience. <laughs> so, and you get to the point where you're like, oh, okay, I, I think it's grown old. Let's mm-hmm. let's go home. So, so for me, six of, six nights is a sweet spot. What kind of tech did you take with you, and what kind of tech was available on the ship, or were you just kind of on a tech you break? Can, well. You can sign up for their internet, which is super, super expensive. Like, yeah, it's a little no, cost prohibitive. That. Yeah, they do have you go onto the uh, the Royal Caribbean guest internet to use the app. Because what they do is everything you need is on the app, the Royal Caribbean app. The menu, though they did give it last year, they did not give us menus. You had to look at the app. This year, they did give us menus. But you could plan ahead. What you want? Like we before we got on the ship, we knew what we we're going to have for dinner every night. So you you look at your app for the menu. You look at the app for various excursions that you might want to take through the ship. Which we did one. The other two we book on our own. Uh, it tells you what all the entertainment is. Do you order so services they, from the app? Do you order anything, or is it just more of like a information menu? That you just you, look can, you have to be on the ship to order, but that would be, I want to take this excursion in Cozumel. I want to, you know, take this boat ride. And then you can hit, but you have to do it on the ship. It doesn't work. You can mm-hmm. see it from home, but you can't do anything. So it's like a little just intranet. Like, when you're on the, strip, on the ship, then it's available yeah. to use. And so then it's it more than just room. a reference guide. It's not just a lookup tool you can actually interact well, you, and with. And it, it also, 
you can, and it also will tell you how much money you've spent so far oh, because you put a good. credit card on file. Oh, it keeps it when you register. Okay. Yeah, so I can go on any time because, like Tom would say, did they bill me for my wine? And I can look and go. Yep, it was ten dollars. He says, "Yep, okay, yep, I got it right here. They billed you ten dollars." I, I like that. I like so being able I can to see keep the tab. a running. T- it used to be mm-hmm. you go on your TV, oh, and they have two okay. different screens. They have a television screen, and then they have the Royal Caribbean screen. And you could go on your TV, and you could look at your account. Mm-hmm. Now I just open up the app, and it will say, "Okay, your balance so far is this much money." So that minute, it's almost like looking at your bank account. So you could say in your bank account, "Yep, this is how much." Mm-hmm. I have. Yep, I just made that deposit. I just paid that bill. Yep, this is all correct. Same with the app. That's handy. So it'll tell you. Yeah, so you so you can look and, and go, I spent how much on alcohol? Mm-hmm. I better put a kibosh on this, you know, mm-hmm. which which isn't our problem. But, you know, so we did that. And you can also use it for, uh, say, the show tomorrow night. I can say, put it on my calendar. And if it's something that needs a reservation... I could click reserve because people who had reservations got to go in first. And Mm -hmm. then after that, everybody else could go in. And because we were going with our friends, all our reservations were linked together. So if I said, hey, guys, do you want to go see the comedy show tomorrow at nine o'clock? And they all said, yeah, it's great. I could make the reservation for them through my phone. Oh, that's great. That's handy. So it really is a vacation planner tool while you're on the ship. So you can plan your activities. That's yeah, great. So that was, yeah. I like it. Yeah, so that was good. Did you take an iPad or anything? I took an iPad. I thought about bringing my Galaxy. Yeah. But I thought, what you know, I, I, don't know it as, I don't know it as well. Uh-huh. And it's actually a little bit heavier oh, than my iPad. Okay. Right. Plus your iPad is like said, brand new. You wanted to use your new toy. But at the same time, I thought, well, do I really want to bring my brand new iPad? Mm-hmm. But it's okay because I use it on the plane. I use it when I'm in the airport. Once I get to the ship, I turn it off. It stays mm-hmm. in my backpack. You know, once I ch- get charged back to 100%, and I don't turn it on again until I get back to the airport coming home. Okay. Yeah, because obviously I need internet. So you that just stays got away. A new Apple Pencil for your birthday, didn't you? I did get an Apple Pencil. I and did. What do you think? Um, honestly, <laughs> no great thrill. Okay. You're not drawing. You're not sketching the. Uh, the I don't draw. Yeah, yeah. I don't really. <laughs> I don't really use it a lot. But I told my son because he can get it for where he works. He gets points, and I yeah. just said, and that way he wouldn't have to spend money because he really can't afford it. I'm like, mm-hmm. if you want to get me an Apple pencil, if you don't mind spending the points, go for it. So we did. Nice. I said, That's fine. I said that would be fine. So I've got that now. Um, as far as technology, I just have my phone, which stayed in airplane mode the whole time. Except for that, you know, you, so you put the on airplane mode to turn on Wi-Fi so you can get on Royal Caribbean's internet. Mm, I, um, I ended up buying, the week before I left, a portable battery that had USB-C. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'd have something for my earbuds, my, you know, my anchor earbuds, and my iPad. So speaking of the earbuds, I'd never traveled with them before. Because I was always worried, what happens if they fall out of my ear, which they do, mm-hmm. because we've talked about this before, which is why I don't have AirPods. Yet. <laughs> and I always have my Beats with me. Uh-huh. Well, we're on the plane. Let's see, where were we? We're on the plane from Fort Lauderdale to Baltimore coming home. How'd they handle the sound? Did they block it out, the engine noise? Oh, 
Oh, yeah, it was fine. It was great. I'm watching, a, I think I was watching a movie or I was watching a podcast that I, or something. Yeah. Oh, Fort Lauderdale. Unbelievable internet. Yeah. I had all these podcasts that, you know, to download through Downcast. And I had all these um, podcasts through Overcast Audio. Mm-hmm. And I clicked the button. It's like, boom, done. Like, wow. Wow. Nice. That was amazing. Like, that was really good. So I wanted to watch some. And I could feel the left earbud coming out of my ear, and I couldn't save it on time. Oh, no. And boom, fell on the, it fell on the floor on the airplane. I'm like, expletive. Uh-oh. Where'd it go? You weren't able and to retrieve you know it? What an air, well, you know where an airplane is. You can't yeah. move your body yeah, you're to stuck. try to move things around. I'm just uh. like, oh, crap. So I'm like using my eyeballs, and I'm moving <laughs> my backpack a little bit over. And I'm, you wish you like, had like oh, chopsticks or like a little like mini grabber or something. But there's nowhere I can. There's, it's not like a re, like a um, movie theater. Where at least you can get up. You can push your seat up. You can kind yeah. of crawl around on the floor a little bit and look around. Right. I, I can't do anything. So I'm like, oh crap! So I go and I take out my Beats and I put those on and I finished listening and watching what I'm doing. So the plane lands and I pick up my backpack from underneath the chair in front of me and I take out my phone. I put the flashlight on and I look and it was basically right under my feet. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. So I pick it up and Tom looks at me and I said, this fell on the floor. Not wearing these right now. And he's right, like, right. <laughs> Sanitize. <laughs> <laughs> they went back. Yeah. So as soon as I, as soon as I got home, like they yeah. had an, they had an alcohol bath. They had a little bath. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. was not going to put them back in my ear after being on the floor. Right. So I just used my beats from then on. So you're from able to save yeah. it. Okay. I was, you didn't finish the story, so I was afraid you had like lost one. Okay. I'm glad I had a happy end. That's what I was like. So I'm thinking ahead. I'm like, yeah. okay, I wonder if I should buy AirPods now. Should I just buy another uh-huh. pair of these? Should I not buy it wireless? And, oh. <laughs> so thankfully I found it because I like them. It's not yeah. their fault that they fall out. It's just the way my ear canals are made. So I actually have something. I, I hardly ever use it. But, I, but now that you told me that, I think I will make sure that I have it. If ever I go on a plane again because I'm going to want to wear my my AirPods Pro to block out the noise. Um, They make this little, it's almost like a, it's not a necklace, but it's like a little silicone strap. And it has two little hooks on the end of it. And you can stick the little stems down into these little, these little like grabbers. And then when you need to take them out, they can just hang around your neck. You know what I mean? I mean, when you take them out of your ears, you really should put them directly into the case but of course sometimes that's just not practical or you know you're going to be wearing them you know you're going to be taking them out of your ears but you're not going to want to put them back in the case because it's just something that you need to do temporarily and then put them right back in your ears again then that's when it's helpful to have this little like neck strap thing so maybe you might want to look into getting something like that i don't know if i could but yeah i could they have a stem on them they do have a stem yeah see if they do because it's snug you know it's just silicone so yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do like I the recommend. Beats. I like the Beats better in the respect that they fit in my ear really well. It's just that they have a wire. They're, they are Bluetooth, but they have a wire that attaches left to right that goes behind my head. Right. And so that can be really out. annoying sometimes. Mm-hmm. Th- th- those aren't the ones that fell out. Those are the ones I had to replace. Those are the ones that I had mm-hmm. to wear instead. The one mm-hmm. that the, the anchor Good sound thing you had those are, with. almost... I always take those with me. In fact, I haven't used them forever. I, I, I had to, um, I had to charge up. them again because mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. don't use them. Because when I do use earbuds, I use the anchors. The so they're kind of like your backup pair. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I really do like them. And and then they're really good about blocking out the sound. And mm-hmm. But it got to the point where, you know, 
the battery on that even died. I'm listening to a podcast and I hear, yeah, which meant <laughs> no more. Okay, let me pull you. out my Kindle. Let me pull out my Kindle now and read a book because it's not worth you know g- digging into my backpack and getting the charger out and trying to charge it when we're going to be home in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I just said, forget it. I'll do that later. So you mostly just traveled with the so. your phone, your iPad, and your headphones. And two portable chargers. Yeah, I had Ah. two portable chargers. One charger was for the phone and the Kindle. One was for the iPad. Those are the portable ones. And then I have this thing that I bought a number of years ago. I forget what it's called. It's it's circular. You have to provide your own watch charger. Mm -hmm. But you put the watch charger in the the can. And then the the charging puck sticks up. Okay. And then it's got... Three, three USB ports in the front. Mm-hmm. So I used that to charge my watch and my phone. And then Tom, you and then there's there was an outlet that had three three plug-in ports. Mm-hmm. That's all you had in the whole whole room. So they're not really generous. That's why I have to bring something extra. So one had this round thing that I used for my phone and my watch and then tom would just plug his phone directly in to the port but we charged at different times and all the tech that he had was probably his phone huh (laughs) he had his phone he had his kindle and his hearing aids are now Mm. uh bluetooth so that has to be charged also so it was at different times like he would charge his hearing aids overnight but sometimes his phone his kindle would be done in the morning we we made it work Mm mm-hmm you know, and my you like earbuds. the Kindle reading experience better on a Kindle versus the Kindle app on, on a device? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm too easily distracted. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I use the Kindle. But I, I didn't read that. Like, he went through three books, which huh. was great. I went through a couple chapters, you know, of one <laughs> book because I'm too busy talking and people and mm-hmm. worshiping the sun and there are, you know we go into the hot tub or we go into the pool and you just start talking to people so where are you right. from is this your first cruise mm-hmm. you know and you just start oh hey i saw you yesterday doing karaoke and then you start talking you know so that's what you're there for i can read at home yeah did you, you know do karaoke god oh please <laughs> please i had to ask <laughs> With this voice, no, no. One of our one of our friends does because he's a professional singer. That's what he does. He's in a band, I so think that's he he fun. went up he went up and did karaoke. The funny thing was, last few years, the people that did karaoke were actually pretty good. Hmm. Not necessarily American Idol good, but pretty good. This year, there were some where our ears were bleeding, <laughs> but you know they they had a good time. In fact, one of them, I think it was the next night we saw them in the ocean in Honduras. And I went up to him. I said, you did. I said, didn't you do karaoke last night? And she said, yeah, she goes, I was awful. I said, did you have fun? She said, yeah. I'm like, then, then, then so what? (laughs) You know, she said it was always something she wanted to do. She got up there. She sang. Yeah. I said, good for you. Good for you. The the secret, you know, so we talked for a while. You got to add the special sauce, which is AKA alcohol, because (laughs) then then everybody will have fun. Yeah, no, it was good. No, and everybody is really polite. Like even when someone's bad, you know, the, the crowd yeah. still goes, "Woohoo, yay, good!" Yeah, it, you know, like everybody is really be brave to get really up there. Good. You know, it takes a certain amount yeah, of bravery but, to do that stuff. Yeah, 
But I I can't sing to save. I mean, I'm and and I'm not making this story up. When and you I haven't tried though. Kids, you seriously haven't tried. When I sang anything? to the kids when they were babies, they would cry. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I I am not making that up. So, I did do karaoke once with a couple of other women. All right, control yourself there. Control yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Imagining what your kids would say if they heard you say that. Oh, they would go, yeah, we did. Yeah. (laughs) My mama made me cry. (laughs) Yeah. My poor babies. No, I did it once, maybe in the early 90s with some friends, but my singing was kind of more like... Uh You know, like they would sing. Back up vocals. But, (laughs) But the funny thing was, I don't dance in public. But I said, oh, the hell with it. I'm doing it this time. I don't uh-huh. care. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a bad dancer, but I'm also not a good dancer, but I can keep a beat. Are you like Elaine? My husband, uh, my husband on the other hand, <laughs> is Elaine. <laughs> he is Elaine. That's hilarious. And he knows it. He knows and it. And he probably does it on I'm purpose. Just looking, <laughs> I'm just looking going, oh, my God. Can you at least I don't keep know the beat? You. <laughs> can you at least just keep the beat? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and the band was really good. They have live, they have a place called Dazzles, which is the dance club. Mm. And the band that was there was funny because they were on our ship last year and we were on a different ship. They oh. were really, really, really good. I mean, the crowd was just, they were into it. You know, good they did, it depended on the night. They did 80, on 80s, they uh-huh. did 80s night, they did 70s night, they did top hits, which could be anything from a country song to like a Maroon 5 or whatever's on the radio now. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people wanted line dancing. They did Electric Slide. And what's that one song? I don't even know them. Cupid Shuffle. Oh, that's a new one for me. Or something. I don't, I don't. They're line So they got dancing. enough and people I, out I to did dance. Try. Oh, yeah. 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 And then you got to know people because the same people were there every night. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So the band got to know us because we would sit in the same section, which was kind of in the front. So, yeah. Yeah, it was good. But I, one thing I do have to mention, uh, we went to Roatan, Honduras, which Roatan is an island outside of the uh, Honduras proper. Mm. And we went to Costa Maya and Cozumel in Mexico. So in Roatan, the resort we went to, well, it's not really a resort. We went to a beach that was, you could see it from the ship. Got on a little ferry, took like a three minute ride. Boom, we're there. So it's great. So we go to the beach, and then, of course, at one point, you have to use the restroom. So we come back, and we're going, did you see that bathroom? We have never seen a bathroom like that ever. You walk in, so you walk into this room. You go to the left, it's the men's room. You go to the right, it's the ladies' room. You are in this huge room with a bench in the middle. So like if you want to change your clothes or you know put your sneakers on or something, three stalls on one side, three stalls on the other. One stall on either side was changing room. And then the other two were the toilets. The cleanest bathrooms you have ever seen in your life. We were just amazed. Hmm. Clean floor, clean sink, just spotless. You could, like, eat in there. <laughs> yeah. And it was huge. Hmm. We thought, wow, that was like a highlight. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I would think so. Who doesn't like a clean but it was bathroom? Good. Yeah, as opposed to the ones in Mexico, which not so much, but yeah. 
It's good. Like cruises. And we pass by the coast of Cuba as you're going back home. I mean, it's cool. When you look at these islands, Caymans we've been to, Jamaica, Haiti, Dominican. Bahamas. Grand Turk, Bahamas, Puerto Rico, Antigua. And you didn't, see, you didn't Lucia, get caught up in any of the weather? Barbados. have been to all of those. No. And that surprised me because I yeah, kept you're looking. you're really lucky. I kept looking at the weather, you know, and Tom's like, stop it, stop it. But I kept looking because when I go on vacation, whether it's on a cruise or just something domestically, I always put the city that I'm going to. You know, if mm-hmm. I was visiting you, I'd put Tucson on my weather app. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it helps to know how to pack. Yeah, and I did it too. showed it showed Roatan as being okay, but just pouring rain in Mexico. I'm like, oh, huh. hmm. turned out to be gorgeous. We had 10 minutes of rain in Costa Maya, and that was when we were leaving and waiting for the cab. Yeah, you got lucky, really lucky. Yeah, it ended up being, and but the, the the downside is on Sunday when we got on the ship, we were one of the first, not the first. There were plenty of people ahead of us, but we had 11 o'clock check-in. So by 12 o'clock, we were on the ship and ready to eat, and it was pouring all day long. I'm like, oh, we're finally at a time where we get a nice beach chair and we can lay in the sun uh, and the ship isn't moving and it just poured all day long. Sun. Yeah, so that stunk. But that was only one day. Yeah, the rest of yeah, the other sea the, the two sea days we had, which was Monday and Friday, was boring, was beautiful. Sounds like it was a really good trip. Yeah, it's you know, one of those things where you plan for a year and mm-hmm. then all of a, it shows up and then it's history. You're talking about it in the past. But mm-hmm. it was our seventeenth cruise. Nice. Haven't planned the eighteenth yet. I don't know if we're gonna be able no, to do it next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we can do it next year. Yeah, I'd have to yeah, wait. Might have to wait. Bit, yeah, because uh, the house is like costing yeah. way more than we planned yeah. on. Yeah, anybody so that's buying not, a house is really feeling the pinch right now. There like, yeah, might no, not be I'll money. Second meal. <laughs> yeah, there might not be money for that next year, so it might have to be put off till twenty four. But you know, first well, and problems. you'll be so busy moving in, you might not want to leave. Yeah, I don't think that's really going to be true. <laughs> <laughs> we always want to take a cruise, yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Cool. So, what's going on with you? Yeah, we just stayed at home. We're still we're still unpacking. No, nah, I can't say we're still unpacking. We we're pretty much, I would say, moved in. All of the unpacking, we had to unpack some Halloween decorations and that was exciting, but it was just <laughs> thrilling to be able to find them. So, yeah. anything that needs to be un- unpacked yet, we can we can actually find and it now has a place. So, we're pretty much down to everything's unpacked and everything is is where it needs to be for the most part. There's just painting left to do and things to purge. We haven't done like the whole yard sale thing yet, but that's that's coming because there's stuff taking up space in the garage that just needs to go. Um, but I did acquire a few things and I and I also did unpack something and actually put it into use that I've been wanting to do for the longest time. And I'm so excited I finally got to do it. Now, if only I could get the kids to play with it. Um, a couple of years ago, I'd actually bought uh, on a Black Friday sale through Sam's Club, a really nice Yamaha piano keyboard. And, you know, it, mm. it does, it's got so many buttons on it. It does all these really great things. But what I didn't realize that it did, and I, I don't know how I stumbled across this. I, I knew when I was looking up the model number, because I went to go, I think I know what it was. One of the things that I couldn't find in the unpacking was the adapter, the power supply for it. And I think maybe we might have used it for, I don't know, dartboard or, or something else. So I ended up having to buy a new power supply because I wanted to plug it in and play with it. I, I didn't want it to just sit here collecting dust. 
And in the midst of finding the power supply, you know how you go down a rabbit hole. I discovered <laughs> that I could also get a sustain pedal for it. So I got that. And then what I also discovered is that there's an app that you can get called Flowkey. And so I registered, I finally registered, I mean, I've had the thing for a couple of years now. I finally registered the piano keyboard through their the Yamaha registration site. And if you do that, when you purchase a piano, you get three months free of the Flowkey app. And this is to teach you piano lessons. And then so I installed that and I, you know, I started poking around with it. I'm like, oh, you know, they, they have this whole collection of popular rock music songs, um, you know, any kind of genre you can think of. I mean, there were certain things like there wasn't any journey in there. I was like, oh, that should be in there. Um, but there was a lot of really great songs in there. I thought I would love to learn how to play this. So I set it up. And then as I was exploring it, I realized that you can connect the iPad to the Yamaha keyboard with an adapter and a cable, which I actually happen to have. So I'll put a link to both of the things in the show notes, um, both the link to the Flowkey app and also what it uses with your iPad is a lightning to USB 3 camera adapter. And so what you do is you plug this adapter into the bottom of the iPad and then you can plug a another lightning cable into power and plug that into the wall. And then there's still another port left over that's USB, and you plug that from the adapter into the USB port on the back of the keyboard. And what's great about this is, and I, I believe what they call this in the app is called MIDI support. Mm -hmm. And so what you can do is, as you're as you're taking the lessons, because the iPad, now you can do this without a cable, but it's not as good. Like it'll listen using the microphone, but it's not as reliable as having it connected with a hard wire. And what it'll do is it will detect the keys that you're playing. So if you're taking the lesson, you know, it's teaching you the scale, when you press the right piano key, it detects it and you get a little green check mark. So it's really, really helpful mm. for feedback. So I've been enjoying that and trying to get my littlest to to play it. And he's more interested in Pokemon right now. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> so. not coordinated enough to do piano. I'm too symmetrical. Whatever my left hand is doing, yeah. my right hand would have to do it. I could never do drums. I could never do piano. I, I'm, I just can't do that. What's really cool about the app, though, is it has a mode where you can say, okay, it shows you like it's almost as if you're watching a YouTube video of, of a set of hands, you know, real hands, not just the cartoon or anything, but a real person playing the keys. And it's, you know, zoomed in really close. So you can see exactly how they're pressing the keys. And you can say, okay, show me what this looks like. And I'll play along with it. Then you can say, you can, you can tap the 50% button and say, okay, slow this down to half speed because I, I want to go slower. And then you, what you can also do is you can isolate the left hand and the right hand. So if you just want to learn the right hand of things, you can just tap the little icon for the right hand and it'll just give you the right hand notes. Mm, cool. And then you can do the left hand. And then when you're ready, you can tap both hands, you know, and work them simultaneously. So for somebody like you, if you really want it to dry, you could isolate one hand or the, or the other and just practice that way. So anyway, what I the, just think it's really cool. What is the cost once your trial is over. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to continue it. I mean, but it's definitely something nice to try. It'd be, it would be something that would make a good gift, which we'll talk about that in a future episode. But for the year, I want to say it's like $120. 
And a lot of people in the reviews, and it has really good reviews, a lot of positive reviews, and like something like 40,000 reviews. So a lot of people have used this. And I, I imagine this probably really saw a bump during the pandemic when a lot of people were stuck right. inside. And they were like, yeah. oh, let's take piano lessons. We can't get the tutor to come to the house anymore. So, And that's what a lot of people said. And I almost kind of feel bad for people who are who are professional music teachers and piano teachers because this you know, stuff like this might might cut into their income because a lot of people said in the reviews that this is actually cost less than paying a person well to that's come what to I was going to say yeah. it's it's less than getting someone right. to, to give you a lesson whether they come to you or, or you drive go to them. With the fuel cost yeah. right now <laughs> or if you go to mm-hmm. them and yeah. also you might feel comfortable enough after a year that you don't need it anymore and mm-hmm. you can learn on your own yeah yeah, but you'd have to also know that you have enough time to devote to it to make the cost worthwhile. Right, which is always really difficult for somebody like me, <laughs> who's a mom yeah. and a small business owner and helping to take care of an ill family member. That's what's been difficult for it. But that one of the reasons why I wanted to start the trial now is because part of one of my goals is, you know, I really want to do some more self-care. You know, I really want to see if I can challenge myself to carve out just a little bit of me time, you know, some kind of time that I can recoup where I'm not working. I'm not running somebody from this place to that place. I'm not stressing out over this. Even if it's just like 10 minutes, you know, once a week or something that I'm going to sit down at the piano and I'm going to do it. So it should be 10 minutes, seven days a week. Yeah, I know. Well, baby steps. Not just not just <laughs> for learning the instrument, but just also for the self-care. Just yeah. a couple of minutes every day that you say, mm-hmm. don't bother me from 3 o'clock to 3.15. Mm-hmm. After that, I'm yours. Right. I just got to find I that mean, hole in my schedule. That's not a lot to ask for. That's true. Thank you for the pep talk. <laughs> <laughs> 10 or 15 minutes is not a lot. Now that I said it, I have to do it, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, because you have to report back and you have to play for us live. Oh, on no. The, oh, live no. on the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah. So that that was my little, my little tip that I, it wasn't something that I actually purchased, but something, it was something that I repurposed, let's just say. I had bought this adapter a long time ago. I think I bought it back when either when I went to Macworld or something, I wanted to have something that I could plug into the bottom of my phone and actually with this microphone and I, and I tried it. I mean, and it works, it works beautifully. I I didn't even get it to use with a camera. Actually, it's actually called a camera adapter, but what I got it for was for a microphone adapter. I actually originally got this, this piece of equipment so that I could plug in my microphone because I thought I was going to do interviews and I think I might've used it once or twice and it, and it worked out. But so I had it in a drawer and as I was unpacking things, I'm like, all right, I want to put this keyboard up and I want to make this look nice. And this is going to be like my, my new little area to do something fun. And when I discovered that you could connect your iPad to the piano keyboard with this adapter, I was like, Oh, I have one of those. And so it was, it just felt good to take something that's been laying around in a drawer and actually put it back into play, like put it into use. So now the iPad's sitting there. The other kind of nice bonus about having the iPad, so the way our, our house is situated, it's it's kind of an open floor plan where we have one big room that is both the living room and the dining area. And so the piano now sits on, I got a beautiful table, uh, a Chippendale, uh, it's actually called a buffet table, and I could use it for a buffet table. You know, I could take the the keyboard off of it and, you know, stow it in the den or something when we have people over. And that was kind of the point that I wanted to have this table in this area of the dining area. 
And I also got, so that was an adventure too. I got this Chippendale table on Facebook Marketplace. You know, we've been talking about that a little bit over time too. Yeah, Yeah. I I was waiting for the sigh. (laughs) I have had, knock on wood, I have actually had mostly all good experiences, both buying and selling through Facebook Marketplace. Um, And this was another good experience where, I mean, it was a good experience when we got at home. We were like, oh, there's like, you know, some, uh, there's a little bit of a crack in the leg. And so it was more of like a, I couldn't get the instant gratification of like, okay, let's put it together. I want to put the piano on it. I want to do it right now. No, I had to wait because, you know, my husband was right. He, we, we took the legs apart. Don't say that too loud. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's got to get credit sometimes. (laughs) Um, There was some small cracks, like in some areas of the wood. And so he wanted to put, you know, wood glue on there and clamp them. And so we did that for like a good, you know, 24 to 48 hours before we put it together. And so now it's even more solid than it was before. But it's nice. I mean, it's, you know, it's a, I don't know if it's, it's not an actual Chippendale, but it looks like a Chippendale Mm -hmm. and that's all that matters. And it's really pretty. And so I put the piano, the piano keyboard on top of there. And then I keep like a nice, um, like a, a hunter green runner on top of it to keep the, mm, the keys right. from getting dust on them and everything just to look nice. And then someone else was selling a metal, like a black wrought on um, vanity uh, stool that's like wide. Cause I was just going to get an actual piano stool, but then I saw this and it looked nicer and it kind of went with our furniture that we already have. We have some lamps, some decorative lamps that are black wrought iron. And so it kind of matched the, the motif of the, the room. So I got that. So now I have a nice little piano area set up and it's all high tech because I've got my iPad there on the music stand. And so I'm, I'm ready to you go. You just need your that. tip jar. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe I'll, I should get a feather boa or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually think Ooh. I might have one of those for Halloween. <laughs> um, but the, I was going to say the other nice thing about having it set up where I do is that the iPad kind of sort of ser- serves as another for what I'm going to talk about next, I have some other, uh, some new smart home edition things. And having the iPad there, it sort of acts as another little hub. Like, for example, if let's say I left my iPhone in the bedroom, like on the other side of the house, the iPad is always sitting there now because that's where it's kind of its docking station now. It sits there on the music stand where I can plug it in and connect it to the keyboard. So it always has a place to charge. And it's always there. And so it hears me when I give the commands, right? So it's kind of nice to have that central home hub, if you will. And so the things that got added to the house that I'm excited about, somebody actually gave me a set of these. And I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful. And I can't wait to give him the feedback and tell him how awesome they are. But someone just had a set of these. They they had already built their smart home and already had things set up. And he's like, do you want it? And I'm like, sure. And it's a set of Philips Hughes smart bulbs. There's a set of two colored bulbs and three white bulbs. And you can, the white bulbs you can dim and you, I think you can change like the, the coolness or the warmth of them. So they don't do a whole lot, but what they do do is they work. And I, right now, for right now, I have pretty good smart home lighting zen. I can't wait to tell Tom Schmidt about it because we're, we're going to talk about it about home stuff, you know, smart home stuff in a future episode. But right now, things just really work. And you know how well they work, Elisa? How well do they work, Melissa? My husband is using it. He's actually okay. saying the spells and incantations. That is like the the metric. 
It absolutely he's, is. He is using them. And, and I, I always think of you because in times past, we've talked about this. And I'm like, I tell him, I'm, like, I'm so proud of you. you. You use the smart bulbs. And he and he actually gets a smile on his face when he does it. Like, these bulbs are super expensive. Now, I had gotten, I told you about it in the past, I have like the knockoff variety of smart smart bulbs. You know, I've gotten them, you know, just to try them out, just to see what they're all about. I got them, you know, during Amazon sales and stuff like that. And I think I want to say I might have spent like $12, maybe $14 on a two pack. So they're not, I mean, they're expensive for bulbs, right? Because you can buy non-smart bulbs, but these are smart bulbs. Like they connect to your Wi-Fi and you can talk to them and, and do things with them. But what was happening was I had them all set up and they're all multicolor changing bulbs. And I can't even, to be honest, I can't even tell you like off the top of my head what the brand is. Because they're like, so they're just one of those foreign kind of, mm, yeah. it's some weird, you know, name that you can hardly pronounce or it just sounds really goofy. All that matters is that when you connect them to your Wi-Fi, you can use an app called Smart Life, I think. See, now because I have all the smart stuff, I have to go to a folder on my phone. Yeah, it's called Smart Life. And Smart Life is, and, and these types of bulbs, they're really geared towards Alexa and I hope I'm not setting somebody off. The A lady and what's the other one? And Google Home, I think it is. So you can give it those commands, but they do have some Siri integration in the form of shortcuts. Yeah. And what I'm learning is that the shortcuts are not necessarily the same thing as what's available in the home app. Like when you add a device to the home app, it's not it doesn't really use a shortcut, it uses a home kit. So those are two separate things. You can you can have HomeKit devices and you can build shortcuts so that you say certain phrases and then certain things happen. But this smart life is like kind of a, you only use shortcuts to do it. In other words, it's not truly HomeKit compatible. Mm-hmm. On the box, it, will, it won't say HomeKit. It'll mm-hmm. say Siri integration, but it's not HomeKit. So Whereas, it's not blessed by Apple. Exactly, exactly. And so it kind of works. <laughs> Whereas with the Philips Hughes, they just work. Yeah. What you a rousing review. They kind of work. Yeah. Kind of work versus just work. And what was happening, and, and this was what was kind of like really ticking my husband off. And, and you you know this pain that I have where I set these things up and then it seems like I'm torturing my poor husband because I'm like, no, you got to say it this way. No, no, try it this way. No, honey. And I had to like keep like correcting him. I'm like, no, just say it this way. And then like say I went into it later and I was tinkering around with him. Like, you know, that that phrase was just too long. We really don't need to say living room in front of it. That's, that's hard to get off the tongue, right? I'm like, so just say it this way. And then he just kind of gives me the hairy eyeball like you told me last week to do it this way mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's been a little but bit i've of tightened pains. it up exactly i'm like well i simplified it i i consolidated no now you no longer have to say which room it's in because that's the only room that it's going to be in whereas when i tinker with stuff i i name them for the room because i don't know if i'm going to move it and then i want to be able to keep track of it it's it's a whole it's a whole method of madness thing anyway so so the major difference has been now where for a while it was kind of, it was mostly, I would say it was mostly working where we would give the Siri command and the lights would change the color. Like, so what I, what I do in the living room is I have something called theater mode. I have living room low, I have living room bright. And I, and for those, I have to say the room because I also have a bright and a low for the den and for the bedroom. So I do have to say the room name in front of it. So I have those, I guess they're called scenes. 
Yeah. But then I also have one that's called theater. And originally I said theater mode, but then I was like, well, we don't need to say living room and we don't need to say mode because there's only one area where we have our theater watching, like in, in the living room. And so when I say theater, what it will do is it will take two of the lamps on the left and right and turn them red. So when you're watching a movie, it's just nice to have that red lighting. You know, like when you go to a movie theater, they have a lot of red lights around. And I, I really think that's because it, it helps your eyes adjust to the to the movie lighting. Anyway, we really like it. And so so that he gets a kick out of using that one. So he'll say, you know, hey, as lady <laughs> theater. And so it turns the lights red. But I mean, you can set up schedules and all this stuff. But what had been happening was I had those things set up with the knockoff versions of these bulbs. And it would work for a while. And then it wouldn't. <laughs> and then you constantly get this, hmm, sorry about that that's taking too long or you know on it 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 just it was just siri would constantly like you know be stuck trying to communicate with these things and then something something got broken and i didn't know what and it would always be just the hassle to try to troubleshoot it and so i got really really frustrated with it and so when when this person offered to give me these bulbs i was like yeah i'll try it you know i've already been down this road with these let's let's see how these are so i took out all the old knockoff bulbs i took them all out and i put in these new Phillips Hughes and there is a little gizmo called a bridge, I think, and there's a button on it. And I mean, it couldn't have been simpler. It just walked you through the setup and it was really just pushy or dummy, <laughs> just a big button, you know, press the button and it would do the thing. And then when you would add a new device, you press the button. I mean, it just, it just works. It, it's just been amazing. And I can see why, like, I think when, when you were away on your cruise, there was an Amazon sale and I looked to see, you know, we, we got a few things uh, during the sale, but I thought, I wonder how much these bulbs like actually cost. And I think during the sale time, I think the lowest price I saw them for was like $25 a piece. So I'm not going to say go run right out and buy Philips Hughes bulbs. I mean, they are expensive, but I will tell you, if you really want to have a smart home, if you really want to have bulbs that just work, these are the bulbs to get. I really, 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 really like these. I'm actually thinking about watching for sales and, you know, maybe saving up to get a third one so that we have the three colored bulbs in the living room and not just the two and, and a white one. So anyway, it's it's a whole thing. It's never starting to multiply. <laughs> yeah, I've got some smart plugs, but not the bulbs. We tried Wink once. I don't even know if they're mm -hmm. still in business. I've heard of this that. This was back in 2015 because I could use an outdoor bulb. So I ordered the little hub and I ordered the bulbs from them and they never worked. I had them on yeah. two different outside lights, and I specifically wanted them mm -hmm. because we were going to Italy. Mm -hmm. And that way I could use the app to turn the light, the outside mm -hmm. light on and off to make it look like somebody's home. Right. Yep. So, first which too. now that I think of it, that's something I forgot to do before I left. One of my, <laughs> one of my lights I have on vacation yeah. mode, and I completely forgot to turn it on, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, so I remember calling Wink customer support constantly like okay it worked for 10 minutes and then it turned off and you know it's one of those things where you got to turn the light on but you know before you put the before you put the bulb in and all this other stuff yeah so i remember calling uh -huh. them and saying okay when i'm in italy there's a time difference of i believe it was five hours mm -hmm. so when i turn on when i set up the schedule for the lighting do i do it the time that i'm at because my phone will be with me yeah, or do I question. do it the time that I want it to be in Eastern time? Hmm. So if I want the lights to come on from 7 p.m. until question. 11 p.m., is it 7 p.m. Eastern time or the equivalent Italian time? Uh -huh. They had no idea. 
And there was no way for me to test it. Because I wasn't leaving the time zone, even going like one time zone over to central time, where mm-hmm. I could say, okay, it's six o'clock now where I am, but it's seven o'clock at home. <laughs> and then either if my husband was still home, or I could ask a neighbor, right. you know, did the light, you know, did the lights come on? Mm-hmm. There was no way for me to test it. I mm-hmm. ended up bringing it back. I brought uh-huh. it. I, I did. I I bought it at Home Depot, and I brought it back to Home Depot. I said, "This is garbage." <laughs> It doesn't so work. If you got yourself a smart camera, you would be able to test it. <laughs> because so I have uh, I, one of the things that I got during the sale was another Eufy camera. I'm starting to realize I have a problem. <laughs> They're starting to multiply. So now I have another indoor Eufy camera, but this one turns. And I've been I actually wanted this one a while ago, but it finally went on sale to where I could afford it. I think it was like 30 bucks. And so this one's more for, for Opal so that I can see what she's doing. Cause we have one, but it's on the other end of the house and she's so tiny. Like I can't tell if she's up on the couch or like what she's doing. I can hear her barking her head off. Um, but anyway, so, so that, that's the, the key to, to figuring that out, I think is to get an indoor camera. And then that way, if you're really not sure, you could set it up the way you think it should work. And then look at it during those two, you know, those times, like, well, I think I set it up to go off at this time. And then during that time, when you're away, you can just check your cameras and see if the lights on or not. In fact, I think, I don't know about light, but you could set the sensitivity such that it would alert you when the light came on. You know, that it never, but see, so many times for that particular brand, it just didn't come on even when I was home. Right. It was one of those things where not reliable. It was just it was it was it was really awful. Right. And I did use a camera for my father when he was still living at home before we mm. put him in assisted living. Mm-hmm. It was just a I don't know twenty five dollars maybe mm-hmm. on a wise camera. Yep. Yep. And I just pointed it toward you know toward his chair in the living room, and I could see the dining room behind him, and I could just mm-hmm. open my app and yep and check them out. Pretty much what they're like. Well, these yeah. these will. These will alert you if you set them up that way. They will alert you to movement. In fact, that's one of the things that I'm really struggling with. I actually, before I sat down to record, I had to go take it down. I had like a little goblin thing hanging in our entryway, and it keeps setting off the doorbell, <laughs> the doorbell camera. <laughs> like I can't stand the, the notifications. Yeah. My and son, went I really got to get our distractions like under control. The other big problem is the birds. We have cameras on the side of the house, but then we went and put up a bird pole. That was my idea. <laughs> and so the birds set it off. Did I, I think I sent it to you and Kevin one time. You where did. We had a, a woodpecker. <laughs> yeah. So we've had a spider set off the camera. We've had a woodpecker come up and set off the camera. So there's just, there's a lot of wildlife to contend with. And uh, there's actually an episode of the Mac Geek App that I'm going to listen to soon. And the headline, I think, is what it might be. It was like, beware of alert blindness, I think it is. And I thought, oh, I bet you I know what that's about, because that's what I'm struggling with right now, where the cameras get set off so many times. I'm like, oh, it's just the birds or, oh, it's just the, the decoration that's hanging there. And then I think to myself, you know what? It's going to be like the boy who cried wolf. If I don't get these distractions under control, I'm going to just keep ignoring it. And then, like, what's the point of having the system? You know? So. Yeah, you're right. right. So that's, beware, beware of alert blindness. I haven't gotten to that episode yet. I'm so yeah. far behind. But that just came out this week. Mm-hmm. I think I'm guessing that that's what it might be about. It might be totally wrong. I might be totally wrong. It might be about something totally different. But if I had to guess, or I, I'm just thinking, oh, yeah, that's something that I'm struggling with right now. So that's. That's the thing I have to tweak yet. The things are working. The things are set up. 
the indoor cam that the tan the the tilts and pans i have to figure out like the best positioning it's close but i think we have to mount it a little bit differently and then yeah it's just about what do i do about about the birds <laughs> there's settings that i have to tweak that's why i'm looking forward to talking to tom because i want to i want to pick his brain about some ideas about that yeah. there's you know there's like no activity zones i mean i guess what i could do is i could outline the bird pole and just say okay when there's movement here don't set the camera off that's probably what i'll have to do so yeah but for the most part i mean as far as the lights are concerned i feel like right now we have lighting zen the, mm -hmm. it, it only makes me think about other places where i would like to have a smart light. like for example i would like to have a smart bulb in our entryway so that when we forget to flip it on, because we don't go out as much as we should, but we were, we're trying to go out more. But there's so many times now where we come home and we're like, oh, I wish I would have turned on the light so that I could see to put the key in the in the door. You know what I mean? It mm -hmm. should just be set on a timer. The, out, the, the outside lights are set on a solar timer. So when the sun goes down, they just come on automatically. They just have a, a sensor and, and that's all. But the one inside of the entryway does not. That has to be turned on with a switch like a gave person. So I have to figure out either put a smart bulb there and set it to come on at certain times so that we just don't have to forget about it. Um, and of course, what I have out right now, if you can imagine, I, I also got something on sale for Halloween. I got purple. No. LED bulbs. I know you're so shocked. <laughs> no way. We have But so purple in, is a Halloween color. It is. It is. So people are decorating around here for the holidays for, for Halloween and it's really exciting. So we wanted to join in the fun and we're so excited about it. We put little bats out and I have a little wish a little witch that looks like she smashed into the door and that's really cute. Yeah, those and we are have cool. some some jack lanterns we're gonna carve up pretty soon here. But uh, I just wanted to have some colored lighting out and they make these we are we already had one for the entryway that's a yellow bulb and it looks like flames. It literally looks like flame is inside. I mean, it's just a plastic LED bulb. So it's not, it doesn't even get hot, which is really cool. Um, but that, that looked really neat. And so I was looking online for, for outdoor bulbs for that and they had these purple flames. So that's what's lighting our house right now is purple flames. And it makes me very happy every time I come home and see those lights. Cause it, you know, kind of gives your house like that purple glow. So mm -hmm. it looks like, looks like the purple house. So yeah, those those have been my my little additions that have made me really happy. I just I I'm I'm happy that I can talk to the lights and you know tell them to turn on. I mean, even just it's so simple. It, it, you you think, oh my gosh, just turn on the light. How hard is it to flip a switch? Well, when you're short like me and you have lamps that are like up on top of things, <laughs> it's really nice to be able to just use your voice to to get things to turn on for you. Especially when there's not tall people around. You know, come on, I have to get out the step stool. No. And it's I'll, also I'll nice it when, you've gone, when you have gone out and you can just yes. say, come on at nine o'clock because I should be home around nine fifteen, nine thirty, 930. Right. And you're not walking into a you know pitch black house. Right. In fact, these even have a setting and I, I didn't enable it yet because I couldn't quite figure out if I wanted that or not. But if you hadn't turned on the lights, see, I already have them on a schedule. But if you hadn't, it would detect when you came home, like once your phone reached a geofence. Mm. And once it's once the lights detect that your phone is nearby, it'll turn them on. So that's just a that's a setting that you could set. I mean, there's just there's a lot of really cool things that you can do with these lights. It's really, really neat. So yeah. if you are listening and you're in the market for smart bulbs, I highly recommend the Philips Hue. It's spelled H-U-E. I guess that's their model of, of bulb. I mean, Philips is the brand and then Hue is the I guess it's the type of 
of bulb that it is, but they're really, really cool. They just work. They work flawlessly with HomeKit. You talk to them. I'm just going to say it, and this is going to sound terrible, but I'm just going to say it. They're so easy. My husband even enjoys using them. (laughs) He actually uses the commands and and it puts a smile on his face and that is not an easy feat. (laughs) So, so that's my little light bulb recommendation. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else? Yeah, mostly just bulbs. And I talked about I got a new Eufy camera. So I'm, I just set that up and I'm playing around with that. I still haven't upgraded to iOS 16. I don't Neither think you have, have I. it either. Yeah. I wanted to wait till after I came home. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Eventually. I'm still waiting for 16.1. I just, I don't know. Well, wait, I want but, to upgrade, but I just want to wait until the Well, comes speaking out. of upgrading, um, mm-hmm. today is Tuesday, October 18th, as we record this. And Apple didn't bother having an event, but they did update a couple things. And we're not going to talk about it because we don't know anything other than just to tell you that starting on October 26th, you can order the new iPad. Mm -hmm. You can also order the new iPad Pro, which has the M2 chip in it. And they have a new Apple TV 4K um, available starting November 4th. So those are things to look at. And I might be buying a new iPhone. Oh, really? Against what's, my will. What's against, pushing you into that against direction? Against my will. Of course, my husband gave me the hairy eyeball, <laughs> <laughs> which I really don't want one. I'm happy. I've got an iPhone 11. I'm totally fine with it. I don't need a new phone in the respect that, oh, the F14 is out and I never got a 12. Mm-hmm. I need to get a new phone. I'm fine with what I've got. Mm-hmm. However... My phone will be three in January. I bought it January of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I was noticing, I think it was on the plane, either the plane or the airport. I went into my settings battery and my battery health has always been around lately 81%. Oh, really? And I noticed on the cruise, it was down to 80%. Mm-hmm. And now it says service. Oh boy. Okay. I'm at maximum capacity of 79%. It says, your battery's health is significantly degraded. Mm-hmm. Like, okie dokie. And I do use my phone a lot. And I have noticed, especially since I've been home, the battery drain is just... Mm-hmm. I'm down to 63% right now. And I yeah, haven't used it in the last not a lot. three hours or so. So it is It is going down. I did look up on Apple. I can get, as of yesterday, I think, $220 in exchange. What about if just I, spending 69 bucks to get the battery replaced and just keeping it for a little while longer? what if I just buy a new phone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't okay, know. I'll have to see. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, my husband would agree with you. Spend the $69. How, I, I don't know. I don't know how long that will make it last. Well, I mean, probably get at least another two years out of it. I could. Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm going to decide come Black Friday. Mm -hmm. I want to see if Apple offers anything. Like you know, if you Mm -hmm. buy an iPhone 14, you get a fifty dollars gift card. So that's Mm -hmm. that much more that I can just put toward my iCloud every month Mm because I pay two ninety nine a month for iCloud. So I figure we'll see. I'm not in a hurry. It doesn't seem like the phone is going to die in the next ten minutes. Yeah, but I know how annoying that is because mine's starting to do that now too. Yeah. And and I, t- I told Tom last night, I said, um, I might have to buy a new phone because, you know, the battery. And he just looks at me. I said, I don't want to. But I said, keep in mind, it'll be three years in January that I've had this phone. And he gives mm-hmm. me this look like, what about me? I have my phone longer than that. 
<laughs> well, you can hand that one down. Replace the battery in that one and then hand that one down. I could. And trade in his. He's got an SC. There you go. There you but go. He's, so anytime I pick up his phone because I have to you know, do something or you know, show him something or when I got Mint Mobile set up for him, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm picking up a toy. <laughs> and I'm also thinking about getting the Pro because, mm. you know, the eyes. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I'm looking at people on the plane with their phone. They've got their, their text font at like, you know, 92 yeah. or something. I know. And everything's <laughs> truncated. You can barely read it's anything like, anyway. You can read one word. It's like yeah, all the words read the are... first couple of letters, which is really, you know, I guess if that works for you. I don't think they know any better, though, when they do that. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I would do the battery upgrade because... For me, because we do that in this house all the time, I mean, I, I do it. And then I know in the past, like I have waited three years once and that was just really long for us. I mean, it, well, that's what I mean. It'll reason, be three years in January. Right. The reason why it matters is because of the, how should I put it? The amount, the amount of years that Apple will still support the phone as far as operating system upgrades go. So for example, Keegan's phone is a success. And it got chopped off the list. So, I mean, he's only, he's going to be 13. Does he really have to have the latest phone? No, he does. I mean, his phone works fine. It makes phone calls. He can play Pokemon Go. He's happy. But I would like him to have the latest features of the operating system. I don't necessarily care so much about the hardware because I did, you know, I just spent, I think for his, it was like $49 to get a, a battery replacement. And he uses a battery case because Pokemon Go is pretty intensive. But so it's not about the hardware, but it's about the software. It's about how long will that phone be able to continue to get those upgrades? I mean, in your in your situation, you probably could get away with just getting the battery replaced and just hold on because the SE will still get the iOS updates for a little while longer. So just oh, yeah. keep using it until you get to a point where, okay, next year, they're going to, like, you know when you're going to get there. Next year, they're probably going to chop this phone off. You know what I mean? Then it's time to really upgrade. Yeah, but the phones go up every year. I'm looking at the 14 Pro right now, which is, I see, I picked 256 gig. That's 1099. Mm-hmm. I would get $220 mm-hmm. for my trade-in. But that's if I went with the Pro. The colors, I don't like the colors. Yeah, the colors, colors are... were less desirable. Even even that purple in the Pro. Yeah, the is, purple is, like, I have seen yeah. it in the wild. It is beautiful. It is yeah. beautiful. I, I would. I do like that purple. It could be better, though. See, what I liked about <laughs> purple the 14, I, I guess maybe the 14 Plus is what I would want. Yeah, I think you'd, you'd As opposed the to the Pro. And I like the product red. I loved the product red when I had the XR, which mm-hmm. now belongs to my oldest son. Mm-hmm. And I loved the red. I don't. And so 256 gig would be... It'll go with your nails. It would. It would be $1,000. Like, oh, my God. I wonder if they have a you product know, red nail polish. Well, my red is my red is pretty close, mm-hmm. except I have little sparkles. But I loved the <laughs> red, and I would get two hundred and twenty dollars towards it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'd wait till Black Friday. Oh, I'm absolutely waiting till Black Friday. Yeah, unless unless the phone dies on me beforehand, and I have no choice. But assuming that it just needs to be mm-hmm. charged a little more often. Then mm-hmm. once a day, I'll wait till Black Friday and see if Apple offers something. I mean, I would think they would. Maybe a $50 gift card. That's what they did, what, two years ago when I got mine. Yeah, um, what so about we'll Tom's see. battery? How's the battery life in his? It is fine. 
Mm-hmm. I'll have to check it again, but it, I don't think he's having any problems. And you might uh, really want to consider just replacing the battery in yours, handing it down to him, and then trading his in. Because then that I way could, he'll get a he'll get a newer phone out of a deal. He's not going to want you know purple. I mean? No, I meant he'd get your eleven, right? Which is purple. It's purple. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. You got the lilac one. But I use yeah, a clear case. A case he it. uses a solid case, so nobody would yeah, ever know. Just get him a solid case. He'll, yeah. yeah, we'll have he to see. Care. We'll see what's going on. Because then that way that would make his phone last longer. Because I have no problem going to the mall because. I did that on Black Friday a couple of years ago when I bought my MacBook Pro. I mm-hmm. just went to the mall later in the afternoon and it was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it only takes about an hour or so. Yeah, well, I think so. that's about it. I think so, too. Time to wrap it up until next time. Yeah. So, Melissa, if people want to get in touch, how would they do so? They can send us an email. That would be lovely. You can email us podcast at com. You could just head on over to our website, which is geekyshowever.com, and click the contact tab and fill out the form there. And that would also get an email out to us. And we're also on Twitter at Geekiest Show. You could send us some tweets. Mm-hmm. I think and there's if you, a few other ways. Yeah, if you wanted to reach us individually on Twitter, I am Elisa Paselli1. Melissa is at The Mac Mommy. Or you can go to her website, themacmommy.com, for That's all me. things Melissa. So we would like to thank you for listening. And until we talk in a few weeks, please stay safe.